0: live. (laughs)
1: This is 9.35 a.m. p.m. Excuse me, on Sunday, March 12th, 2017. Good evening, everyone. This is Mr. WCWUS, Chad Henshaw, of the WCWUS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoot.com. <clears throat> here, of course, to bring you your promotions for all of our, our weekly live and for all of our shows here in the radio network. Uh, first off, ladies and gentlemen, we were scheduled to have an episode of Team Name Main mm-hmm. Event as it was going to make its return with, of course, King and W.O. T. Smith, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and the Iceman, Jerry DiGiolamo. But due to unforeseen circumstances, that episode did not take place. We will inform you when, and, when, when we do have a new episode of Teen Name Main Event scheduled. But we apologize for any inconvenience. Uh, let's go ahead and bring you the remainder of our shows here for the rest of the week here in the radio network. First off, of course, we start off with the Monday afternoon tradition, WCWS Raw Radio, <coughs> call ID 138744-POUND, as, of course, WO, the Iceman, the Human Souplace Machine, John Gross, and a plethora of guests will be on talking about the latest wrestling news, making the rounds, as well as, of course, the Human Suplex Machine bringing you once again rest in history. Uh, from this weekend, we'll be bringing you that here this evening as well, but he'll no doubt want to bring it up, up to date for those who don't get a chance to listen to the promotions here. Uh, <clears throat> and of course, um, all the latest talk here leading up towards, uh, of course WrestleMania is, of course, the next big pay-per-view to come up. Uh, and speaking of WrestleMania, of course, one thing that the, that the Iceman and K N W O the Iceman, and the rest of the game will be doing is calling off the top ten, uh, wrest uh, I believe it's the top ten, uh, everyone's top ten Wrestlemania, uh, f- favorite Wrestlemania moments. I do believe that is what we have been hearing. and So definitely take a listen to that, uh, <clears throat> The, the record, of course, uh, tomorrow afternoon as well. As of course, as always, prediction for the main event and ratings for tomorrow night to Monday night Raw broadcast. So join King and W.O., the Iceman, the Human Superlake Machine, and everyone... And their, and their guest, of course, for WWS Raw Radio tomorrow afternoon from 3 to 5, call ID 138744 pound. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, will be WWS Wrestling Revisited as part of Double Dose Part 1 on Tuesday night. Of course, starting at 7 o'clock, call ID 139926 pound as King and WO and the Iceman, of course, hop into the WWS time machine one more time and visit another historic moment in the annals of professional wrestling history. So be sure to join them as a, of course, uh, revisit wrestling. Of course, as, as as of course you know the show is WWUS Wrestling Revisited this Tuesday night from seven to eight right here on TalkShoe.com. Call ID like we said one three nine nine two six pound. Next up, of course, <clears throat> is of course uh, the Mo- Tuesday edition of the Mothership Broadcast w w s Revolution. As of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I will be of course. Uh, uh bringing in of course King Ice as they bring you all the rest of the news and views of the day, as well as of course <coughs> as of course, the human suppress machine John Gross we bring you also the, the rest of history and birthdays here for this coming Tuesday night uh, we'll also discuss results from tomorrow night's Monday Night Raw show, and of course the radio network group tour will be of course once again making their making their stops. Again, of course, uh, stops in all of our, and uh, as we continue to make stops in the group, in the WWS stable of groups on Facebook, and of course, our live video feed will be coming from uh, this week for Tuesday night. Will be coming from AWAUS History Lives, our group dedicated to the late American Wrestling Association. Uh, so join us from there. Of course, you can watch our live video feed, or of course, join us on Talk Show, whichever one we'd like to do so. So, of course we're on beyond from nine to eleven this coming Tuesday night, and of course call ID is one three eight zero five five pound. Next up here, ladies and gentlemen, our Wednesday night uh, tradition will be WWS outside the ropes, as once again King uh, myself and the Ice Man Jared DiGiovanna will be will be bringing you, of course, the latest <clears throat> the latest uh, news in the world of pop culture. Of course, movies, music, sports, politics. Um, you named it, of course. The, uh, sports and will be a very hot topic. Uh, of course, a few movies out there will no doubt will come the way here as well. But of course, uh, we'll also be checking to so trending on Facebook, and of course, we'll be get you an opportunity to see what uh, if we can test J, continue to test JD's brain as uh, we continue the the uh, a lot of questions concerning um, uh, questions on um, movie trivia, different movies from the past or present. And uh you never know what uh, what what uh, JD might say. He will he, he will definitely amaze you with his with his uh, movie knowledge. he's got a lot of it right there, ladies and gentlemen, indeed indeed. So join us for like I said outside the ropes this Wednesday night from six thirty to seven thirty, of course, right here on talkshoe.com. That call ID is one four <clears> one three eight seven pound. Next up here of course, ladies and gentlemen, from eight to nine. One three nine nine two five pound. It is WSW-US wrestling debate. Don't forget to uh, listen to, of course, uh, the MW of Madness Kingdom, which is of course King and WO George T. Smith, the Iceman J. D. Jared Dromo, and the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, as they of course discuss and debate about any particular topics going on in wrestling today, and of course some talking about possibly some uh, moments in, in wrestling's past. Uh, you never know what they'll talk about here and debate about, but of course there'll be a lot of big time discussion. So be sure to check them out on that wrestling debate here this Wednesday night from 8 to 9 right here on TalkShoe.com. That call ID is one three nine nine two five pound. Next up here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, is the Wednesday, the Wednesday edition of the Mothership Broadcast Revolution, where I will once again bring in King Ice as they bring you the rest of the news and views of the day. The Egan and the Machine, John Gross, will, of course, be bringing you the history and birthdays of the day. We Of course, be bringing you some more uh <clears throat> Results from, or we'll bring the results, of course, from this coming Tuesday night's SmackDown Line podcast. A uh, few little rest and extras will definitely be coming your way. And the group tour will continue forward as they move into the group dedicated to what what the WWE, the WWE used to be, which was called the WWWF. Of course, our our tribute group is called WWWF US Beginning of History. So be sure to check out check out our live video from there. As well as of course <clears throat> on Talkshow.com this Wednesday night from nine to eleven. Of course, once again the call ID for Revolution One Three Eight Zero Five Five Pound. Next up here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, once again, King and WO and the Ice cream will bring you Top Heel Inc. Call ID One Four Zero Five Six Two Pound from seven to eight p.m. As they of course heal it up with some some big time wrestling talk, wrestling discussion, making the rounds uh, today, and of course also definitely some talk about from wrestling's past as well. So be sure to join us. <clears throat> be sure to join us, like I said, for, for all that. Uh, like I said, 140562 Pound this Thursday night from <clears throat> 7 to 8 p.m. And who knows the Black Widow may even make her way in there as well. Uh, of course, also don't forget the second on, on Thursday night, the second installment of the Radio Network, NWO Wolfpack from 9 to 11, of course, as I will once again be bringing in King Ice. They will bring you the rest of uh, news and views. The Human Suplex Machine will be bringing you history and birthdays. Uh, we'll also be, of course, doing our live video feed <clears throat> uh, for for NWO Wolfpack, and yeah, I believe that this time around will be, let me see here, let me, of course, let me double check that is, oh, yes, that NWO Wolfpack will Live video fee for NWO Wolfpack this week will be will be coming from our tribute group to WCCW, which is WCCW US Forever Strong. So be sure to check us out there for the, our live video feed of, the, of NWO Wolfpack. And also join us, like I said, in addition to the news and views and history and birthdays, who knows some wrestling trivia coming your way as well. Uh, and who knows what we have what we'll have on tap. Uh, of course call ID one three eight five two one pound or NWO Wolfpack. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, this Friday, uh unless anything else is anything is announced before uh, the Friday's Edition of Revolution, we will have that of course uh <clears throat> from nine to eleven PM. Of course, call ID one three eight zero five five pound. As once again we bring you our wrestling King Ice brings you the wrestling news and views of the, of the day. The history and birthdays brought to you by the human superpost machine John Gross a bunch of that definitely a bunch of wrestling extras coming your way and our live video our group tour will of course continue on as we as we make a stop and do a live video feed from the group dedicated to the nwa nwa us built on tradition so definitely join us for revolution this friday night one versus tuesday wednesday and friday night call id one three eight zero five five pound from 9 to 11 p.m and of course this saturday ladies and gentlemen don't forget as we once again give you our, our, our review of all the shows here in the radio network here this week, of course for yesterday we have to, I have to apologize for that. Now for a brief run through of uh, these things going on, uh, a lot of things tend to, you know, <clears throat> tend to like I said get overshadowed, and you don't realize what happens until the very last minute. But we will definitely this time be bringing you uh, a full episode of WWS Power Hour, all like with our full staff. Uh, this Saturday afternoon at 4 o'clock, call ID 141364-POUND, as we, of course, run down all the shows here in the radio network that we did from this past week. Plus, also, we'll give you the rest of the history for uh, this coming for this coming Saturday, as well as, of course, uh, we'll give you an update on the number of downloads that uh, so our folks have, uh, of course, downloaded of each of our shows here in the radio network according to Talkshoe.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's your rundown so far of all the shows here in the radio network. Uh, let's go ahead also, since we didn't get a chance to do this yesterday, let's go ahead and run down uh, the wrestling history for this weekend. Of course, we'll start with yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, which was March the 11th. Uh, we'll definitely, like I said, get that... Uh, we'll definitely get that... Uh, And I did read a br- I did read this briefly, and this was a very unique, uh, very unique day in wrestling history yesterday. So let's go ahead and read this for March 11th. Now, very interesting here indeed. Let's see what we have on tap here today. I mean yesterday, um, thir- 53 years ago, b- back in on, on March the 11th, uh, which would which would put it at. Uh, let me see here, 19. 19- 1964, Antonio Inoki makes his professional wrestling debut in Honolulu, Hawaii. Mm. 24 years ago yesterday, which would put it at uh, 1993, Adolfo Bresicano, of course better known to uh, fans... Fans of the, uh, le- the legendary wrestling fans of the legendary Dino Bravo was brutally murdered in his home in Vimont, Quebec, Canada. He was only 44 years old. Born August 6, 1948, in Italy, Ressicano began wrestling in 1970 under the name of Gino Brito. Ressicano often teamed with his mentor as his little cousin. Rexy Counter would adopt the name Dino Bravo based on a 1960s wrestler who teamed with Dominic Benucci. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have to pause for just two minutes, you please wait for just one second. Uh, please listen to, of course, our opening music here while I take care of this. I will be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, my apologies about that. Uh <clears throat> had to take care of one little thing here, but uh, we're back on now. Hope you enjoyed that opening theme, which, by, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is from the old WCW days. Belonged to the former tag team partner of the American Nails of uh, Marcus Bagwell. Of course, everyone remembers him as Buff Bagwell. Of course, his tag team partner was Scotty Riggs. And this was, like Scotty Riggs, uh... Then, of course, after he uh, after he left, I believe, with Raven's flock and decided to, of course, was able to go out on his own. So I uh, hope you enjoy that. <clears throat> well, let's go ahead and finish this right here, because we're talking about yesterday's rest of the history, Where we're talking about that 24 years ago, yesterday, back in 1993, Dino Bravo was found murdered in his home in Canada. He was 44 and said we're just doing some history on the late Dino Bravo. Versicano was a, would adopt the name Dino Bravo based on a 1960s wrestler who teamed with Dominic DiNucci. His most notable tag team parent of the, of the time was with Mr. Wrestling Tim Woods, with whom he held the NWA World Tag Team Championship, the Jim Crockett Promotions version. He also feuded with Black Jack Mulligan over the, over the United States Championship and had several shots at Harley Race in the NWA World Title. In 1978, Bravo and Danucci captured the WWWF Tag Team Championship from Professor Tanaka and Mr. Fuji. The duo would hold them through the spring, losing them in June, to the Yukon Lumberjacks. Bravo teamed with King Tonga, later known as, as, as Haku and Ming, but the duo never found success. Bravo quit the WWF in 1986 when a scheduled main event with he and Hulk Hogan was canceled with short notice. A reason... Allegedly, the WWF did not want the Montreal crowd to cheer Bravo over Hogan. Bravo, at this point, had become a major star in the Montreal area. When Bravo found out, he left. He wouldn't stay gone for long. He was back a year later and noticeably bigger, possibly due to steroids. He dyed his hair blonde and was part of the luscious Johnny Valiant stable with Great DeHaner Valentine and British Beefcake. Beefcake was kicked in the stable at WrestleMania three. A few months later, Bravo began a singles run. The run emphasized Bravo as a strong man, issuing technical wrestling for power-based maneuvers. Legitimately strong, as we say he could lift more than five hundred pounds, Bravo went to the bench and bench press uh, after the, the bench press world record at the 1988 Royal Rumble by trying to bench press 715 pounds. At the time the record was 705.5 pounds. With the help of Jesse DeBody Ventura, Bravo Bravo claimed the lift was a success and would begin calling himself the world's strongest man. Bravo, feuded with Don Morocco, fellow strongman Ken Patera, Ron Garvin and Jim and, and Jim Garvin. Bravo, for much of his strongman era wore the Quebecist Fleur, Fleur de Lee uh, and was managed by the this the, the symbol Native to Quebec, ladies and gentlemen, I forget forgive me for not being able to pronounce that. And was managed by Frenchie Martin Following Martin's departure, Bravo joined Jimmy Hart's stable, teaming with another Canadian in the Earthquake, and feeding with Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, and Tugboat. After losing to Kerry Von Erich at WrestleMania 7 in 1991, he mostly disappeared from television, though he had a face run when the WWF came to Montreal. After a European tour in April 1992, Bravo called it a career. Post-retirement, he trained wrestlers in Montreal. On March 10, 1993, Brasicano was found shot dead in his home while watching hockey in Vermont, Laval, Quebec. He was shot 17 times, 7 in the head and 10 in the torso. Though there were allegations that he had been involved in a cigarette smuggling ring, it was never officially proven. Rick Martel, who was a fellow Canadian wrestler and a friend of Dino Bravo, believes his popularity in the Montreal area upset some members of the Mafia. A net, of course, Bravo, who was a nephew of Montreal crime boss Vic Cotroni by marriage, may have been linked to Cotroni's organization. In the days prior to his death, Nina Bravo confided to friends that he knew his death was imminent. His murder has, has never officially been solved. Also, in 1993, on 24 years ago, yesterday, which was 1993, in London, England, Sting defeated Big Van Vader to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. 21 years ago yesterday, which would put it at 1996. Uh, yes, on Nitro from near my woods here, Winston Salem, North Carolina, the Steiner brothers made their surprise return to WCW. Rick and Scott were last seen nationally in 1994 for the WWF. After appearing in the Royal Rumble match, the brothers were sparingly used until leaving the company in April. More recently, the two had a brief three-month tenure in ECW. In their return bout, the Steiners were defeated by one of their old rivals, the Road Warriors. Twenty-one years ago, today, which was to put it in 1996, on Monday Night Raw from San, yesterday from San Antonio, Texas, Mark Henry made his WF television debut in a pre-taped segment during which he press slammed Jerry Lawler. Fifteen years ago yesterday, which would put it at uh, say 199 let's see, I'm sorry, 2002, excuse me, 2002, on Monday Night Raw, which was yesterday from uh, Detroit, Michigan,
0: the NWO,
1: Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Hulk Hogan defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock in a three-on-two handicap match. In a little bit of trivia, this was the only time Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold Steve Austin were in a match together in a WWF ring Fourteen years ago yesterday, which was put it in 2003, at a SmackDown taping in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in J.D.'s neck of the woods, Kurt Angle defeated Brock Lesnar to retain the WWE title. The bout build the main event of WrestleMania 19 had been moved up with Angle knee neck surgery, perhaps teasing the possibility of Lesnar winning the title as he is going into the event as champion with a different challenger, who was possibly at the time Chris Benoit. The win taken officially seventy seven seconds due to shenanigans by team angle, Kurt had swapped in for his brother Eric Engel, makes Engel the first man to defeat Lesnar on television. Eleven years ago yesterday, which was put at two thousand six, Ring of Honor and Combat Zone Wrestling both held events at the new Alhambra Arena, which was the original ECW arena in Philadelphia. ROH presented Arena Warfare, while CCW presented When Two Worlds Collide. To drive home the interpromotional rivalry, fans of the two promotions sat on opposite sides of the arena. Here were the matches that took place for the Ring of Honor event called Arena Warfare. The Rottweilers, Homicide and Ricky Reyes, defeated Jason Blade and Kid Mikazi, the Briscoes, Jay and Mark, and the Ring Crew Express, Dunn and Marcos, in a scramble match to become the number one contender for the ROH World Tag Team Titles, Roderick Strong defeated Jimmy Yang by submission. Austin Aries defeated Matt Seidel. Of course, Matt Sydal was Evan Bourne, WWE four time. Irish Airborne Dave, Chris, Dave and Jake Crist defeated Sal Renurio excuse me, and Tony Mamaluke. Brian Danielson, of course, all known as Daniel Bryan, defeated Alex Shelley to retain the ROH World Title and Samoa Joe defeated Colt Cabana and Christopher Daniels in a three-way dance. Following the bout, a locker room clearing brawl ensued between ROH and CCW wrestlers. Witnesses at the event called the brawl one of the largest in Ring of Honor history, despite spilling out into the crowd and parking lot. B.J. Whitmer, who instigated the brawl, was tortured and assaulted by the CCW locker room as they had set up for their show. And here is, of course, the event, the results of the event called "When Two Worlds Collide." <clears throat> Pandora's Box, Adam Flash, B Boy, and Sanjay Dutt defeated Nate Webb, Sexy Eddie, and The Messiah. Hallow Wicked defeated Andy Sumner and Jigsaw and Larry Sweeney in a four-way dance. Justice Payne defeated El Generico. Nick Gage defeated Danny Havoc and DJ Hyde. In a three way Pain's P A N E S of Glass match to retain the CZW Ultraviolent Underground Championship. Kevin Steen, who of course was well known as Kevin Owens Kevin Owens, defeated Super Dragon to retain the CZW Iron Man Championship. Niles Young defeated Derek Frazier, Cheech, Cloudy, Sabian, and the Heretic in a ladder match to win the CZW Junior Heavyweight Championship. Generation Next, Austin Aries, Matt Seidel, and Roderick Strong defeated Blackout, Eddie Kingston, and Ruckus, and Necro Butcher in an interpromotional match. Post-match, Generation Next continued to beat on Blackout and Necro Butcher until C- CZW wrestlers and their commissioner Lobo cleared the ring. Ten years ago yesterday, which I put it in 2007, Team A presented Destination X, in the Impact Zone at Universal Orlando. The Latin American Exchange, Homicide and Hernandez, defeated Team 3D, Brother Ray and Devon in a ghetto brawl. James Storm and Jacqueline Moore defeated Petey Williams and Gail Kim in a double bull rope match. She defeated Austin Starr in a cross face chicken wing match. The Voodoo Ken Mafia, BG James and Kib James, who are of course known, known in WWE as the New Age Outlaws, defeated the Heartbreakers, Antonio Thomas and Romeo Roselli. Chris Sabin defeated Jerry Lynn 2-1 in a best-of-three-falls match to retain the X-Division title. Rhino defeated AJ Styles in an Elevation X match. Kurt Angle defeated Scott Steiner. Sting defeated Abyss in a last-rights last match. During the match, there were very audible chants of fire Russo at the time the head... At the time, who was at the time the head of TNA Creative, and Christian Cage defeated Samoa Joe to retain the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Also, ten years ago, to put two thousand and seven, in a Battle Royal in Tokyo, Japan, the dramatic Dream Team, Iron Man Heavy Metalweight Championship changes hands twenty-five times in a single match, similar to the WWE's Hardcore Championship. The DDT Ironman Heavy Metalweight Championship is contested at all times as long as there is a referee present. Unlike in WWE, an official referee doesn't have to be on the premises. As long as someone is there to count the pinfall, the title change counts. A belt is most often contested in the promotion in 10-minute battle royal bouts where anyone or anything scoring a pin or submission over the champion takes the belt. Senpai entered the event as champion, but during a battle royal, Naoshi Sanyo wins it six times, Yuki Miyazaki wins it six times, Tanichi Kacho wins it three times, Kikutaro wins it four times, Naomi Susan wins it once, and the exciting Yoshida wins it twice, holding it last when the time expired. Shortly after the battle royal ended, a ladder fell on top of Yoshida and the referee can count the thought for the latter, making the latter that fell on him the DDT Ironman heavy metalweight champion. It's not the first time that this has happened. A ladder claimed the title from Yoshihiro Saki and Sansiro Tayagi in separate instances in 2003. The latter actually has a decent run as champion, holding it for three weeks before losing it to Kokolo, a dog, it's, not also, it's also not the first non-human to win the title. Stuffed dolls, posters, a baseball bat, a chair, a cat, a monkey, Vince McMahon's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, even the very belt itself has, has logged in time as champion. The entire audience at Beyond Wrestling's American Rama 16 was briefly champion as well, making them probably the largest collective of people to hold one championship simultaneously in wrestling history. Kotatsu is the current champion. He's on his second reign right now as champion. He won the title from Hyoto Achizina on February the 4th. Nine years ago today, I mean yesterday, which would put it at 2008, WWE announced that Jeff Hardy has been suspended for 60 days following his second violation of the WWE's wellness policy. His first violation came back in July 2007, just weeks after the death of Chris Benoit. But before the signature pharmacy scandal that resulted in 10 suspensions in September. Hardy is the first wrestler of consequence to be suspended after the policy was amended the previous November to include that violators' names would be made public. The suspension obviously that Hardy would miss WrestleMania 24, where he was the prohibitive favorite to win the Money in the Bank ladder match. Eight years ago, yesterday, which we put it at 2009, in Philadelphia, Former Extreme Pro Wrestling owner Rob Zakari and his wife Jenna Romano, A.K.A. Rob Black and Lizzie Borden, plead guilty in federal court to one count of conspiracy to, distrib- to distribute obscene materials. Zakari also pled guilty to one count of the same charge on behalf of his video company. The indictment, back in 2003, stemmed from a 2002 film featuring his wife that had scenes of simulated rape. The raid is subsequent. Subs- 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 Subsequent obscenity charges would contribute to the shutdown of XPW in 2003. Facing a maximum of 50 years in prison and $5 million in fines, Sakari and Romano were sentenced to a year and one day in federal prison in July of 2009. Eight years ago today, we also put that once again in 2009, former WWF Intercontinental Champion, NWA World Champion, and mixed martial arts legend, Ken Shamrock, was suspended for one year and fined twenty five hundred dollars by the California State Athletic Commission after he was found to have tested positive for three different types of steroids. The ruling comes less than two weeks before Shamrock was set to face Bobby Lashley in an MMA slash boxing event in Pensacola, Florida. Shamrock initially denied taking steroids but admitted to doing such in a 2014 interview. <clears throat> two years ago yesterday which put in 2015 Family Wrestling Independent presented FWE nineteen Hannigan versus Styles from St Patrick's Church in New York City. It would turn out to be the last show the New York based independent ever put on. Later in the month, three April shows scheduled were canceled, and the event scheduled for October was also canceled. And here are the matches that took place at this event. Johnny Burgano defeated Bandito Jr. Ben Ortiz, Kai Katana, and Sam Shields defeated Jorge Sante, Mike Law, and Wes Draven. Orange Cassidy defeated VSK. Chuck Taylor defeated Robbie E. The Juicy Project, David Starr and JT Dunn, defeated Jigsaw and Tony Nese. Shelly Martinez defeated Diona Purrazzo. Tommy Dreamer defeated Chris Hero. The Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, defeated the Colony, Fire Ant, and Silver Ant, to retain the FWE Tag Team Championship. Paul Linden and Vita Scott defeated the world's cutest tag team, Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan. As a result of the win, Scott won the Rays FWE Women's Championship. Paul London's Linden, Paul FWE Tri Borough Championship was also at stake in the match. AJ Styles defeated John Hennigan. That we all know as John Morrison in WWE, 2-1 to one in the best-of-three-falls match to win the FWE World Heavyweight Championship. And here is a bonus uh, event here, ladies and gentlemen. 15 years ago yesterday, uh, which we put it at 2002, the Raw before WrestleMania 18 is centered around, of all things, Triple H and Stephanie's Bulldog, Lucy, and the video is on this is, is on the page where I read the history for that for yesterday. So there is there is that, ladies and gentlemen. Now we'll go ahead and proceed to uh, today's history. And of course, like I said, the human suplex machine, John Gross, will no doubt be bringing be bringing you this um, <clears throat> will be bringing you this history. Um, uh, tomorrow on raw radio but of course I figure, you know, why not go ahead and get in a little bit of it now so that way you will be you can listen in on it. In this case. If people don't listen to our our promotions and all that, you will know that some folks will be uh you know, will know that we'll definitely be uh, listening uh, <clears throat> exactly so but uh I like to do it anyway just that way so that way just case people do listen to our promos and all and all that good stuff. Okay, this is for today, ladies and gentlemen, March the twelfth. Thirty-four years ago today, which would put it at uh, nineteen, let's see, nineteen eighty-three. Yes, in near my neck of the woods, Greensboro, North Carolina, Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood defeated Sergeant Slaughter and Don Carnotal in a steel cage match to win the NWA World Tag Team Championship. On the same show, also from also Rise from my, my neck of the woods, NWA World Heavyweight Champion Ric Flair and NWA United States champion Greg Valentine fought to a one-hour time in the draw with the world title at stake. Twenty-four years ago today, which we put it at 1993, in Radnor, Pennsylvania, Jimmy Superfly Snooker defeated Glenn Osborne in a tournament final to win the ECW Television Championship. The title was vacated a month earlier for unknown reasons, The title change highlighted the first-ever ECW television taping for Sports Channel Philadelphia. Twenty-two years ago, which was put in 1995, Brian Adams, also known as Crush in the WWF, was arrested on drugs and weapons charges. After anabolic steroids, unregistered semi-automatic weapons, a stun gun and marijuana were found in his home in Hawaii. Adams post bail five days later but WWF still fires him. Adams would stack up 12 charges in the arrest and pled no contest to 11 of them. Despite that, Adams still served jail time for the gun possession, and WWF still brought him back in August of 1996. 17 years ago they were to put it at 2,000. ECW presenters living dangerously from the O'Neill Center in Danbury, Connecticut. The show's focus was on, a, was on crowning a new ECW World Television Champion after RVD vacated the title due to an injury earlier in the month. In a dark match, Mikey Whipwreck defeated Pitbull No. 1. Dusty Rhodes defeated Steve Carino in a bull match. The new Dangerous Alliance, C.W. Anderson and Bill Wiles, defeated Danny Doring and Amish Roadkill. Mike Austin defeated Kid Cash oh. to retain the ECW World Heavyweight title. Supernova and Chris Chetty defeated Jado and Ghetto. Rhino defeated the Sandman by forfeit in a semifinal match in the ECW World TV Title Tournament. Super Crazy defeated Little Guido in a semifinal, in a semifinal match in the ECW World TV Championship Tournament. Balls Mahoney defeated Kintaro Kanemura. New Jack and Vic Grimes fall to a no contest. The match abruptly ended when New Jack and Grimes fell from a structure 25 feet high. They were to crash on a set of tables set up below to break their fall. New Jack pulled Grimes off the structure before the two were set, and they fell together, missing the tables completely and landed on the concrete floor, with Grimes landing on New Jack's head. Grimes suffers nerve damage while New Jack suffers permanent blindness in his right eye. The incident is known as, in wrestling lore as the Danbury Fall. And, of course, the footage this may not be suitable, suitable for, their, for all viewers there, so be careful what you look at there, folks. Also, the Impact players, Lance Storm and Justin Credible, defeated Raven and Mike Austin and Tommy Dreamer and Masato Tanaka in a three-way dance to win the ECW World Tag Team titles. And Super Crazy defeated Rhino in the tournament to final to win the vacant ECW World TV title. Fifteen years ago today would put it at two thousand and two. At a smackdown tape in Cleveland, Ohio, Maven defeated Al Snow to win the hardcore title. Fourteen years ago today at which we put it at two thousand and three, at an NWA team weekly pay-per-view taping in Nashville, Leylani Kai defeated Madison in a dark match to win the NWA World Women's Title. Thirteen years ago today, which we put it at two thousand four, in Tokyo, Japan, Kensuke Sasaki defeated Hiroshi Tenzan to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. On that same show, Brian Danielson, like we said, Daniel Bryan, and Curryman defeated Jetto and Gato to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Eleven years ago today, which was put at 2006, Team A presented Destination X from the Impact Zone at Universal Orlando. The show is noted for the company debut of former WCW world champion and multi-time tag team champion Scott Steiner. In a pre-show match, Shannon Moore defeated Cassidy Riley. In another pre-show match, the Diamonds in the Rough, David Young and Elix Skipper, defeated Shark Boy and Norman Smiley. Also, Alex Shelley defeated Jay Lethal. Lance Hoyt defeated Matt Bentley. Team Canada, Bobby Roode and Eric Young defeated the Naturals, Chase Stevens, and Andy Douglas. The James Gang, B.G. and Kip James, and Bob Armstrong, which is, of course, I think is the real-life father of B.G. James, defeated the uh, the Latin American Exchange, Conan, Homicide, and Machete. Chris Saban defeated Petey Williams, Sanjay Dunn, and Puma in a four-way match. Jeff Jarrett, Abyss, and America's Most Wanted, Chris Harris, and James Storm defeated Rhino, Ron Killings, and Team 3D, Brother Ray and Brother Devon). Christopher Daniels defeated Samoa Joe and AJ Styles in an Ultimate X match to win the TNA X Division title. And Christian Cage defeated Monty Brown to retain the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Seven years ago today, which was put it at 2010, Chessman defeated Hernandez and Marco Corlon, in a three-way dance to win the AAA Ray de Reyes, or King of Kings, tournament. On that same show, Electroshock defeated El Macias and Mr. Anderson, who of course is known as WWE as Mr. Kennedy, in a triple threat match to win the AAA World Heavyweight Championship. One year ago, today we put out 2016, WWE presented a roadblock from the RECA, Rico Coliseum in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Originally titled March to WrestleMania Live from Toronto and attended as a house show, Roadblock was presented as a WWE Network Special. In a pre-show dark match, Mark Henry defeated Randy Sharp. In another pre-show dark match, Gold Dust defeated Victor of the Ascension. And here are the actual matches that took place. The New Day, Big E and Kofi Kingston defeated the League of Nations, Sheamus and King Barrett, to retain the WWE Tag Team Championship. Chris Jericho defeated Jack Swagger by submission. The Revival, Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson, defeated uh, Enzo Morey and Big Cass to retain the NXT Tag Team titles. Charlotte defeated Natalya to retain the WWE Divas Championship. Brock Lesnar defeated the Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt and Lou Parker, in a two-on-one handicap match. Sami Zayn defeated Stardust, and Triple H defeated Dean Ambrose to retain the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And a legendary birthday, ladies and gentlemen, a very somber one, but a very legendary one. Today would have been the 93rd birthday of Johnny May Young. Born in Sand Springs, Oklahoma, Johnny May was the youngest of eight children in a single mother household. Her mother, Lily May's partner, left to find work and never returned. In high school with the help from teaching of her brothers, she wrestled for the high school boys' wrestling team. While still in high school, Young went to a professional wrestling show in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and challenged then champion Mildred Burke. As she was told by promoters she couldn't wrestle the champion, she challenged Mildred's opponent for the evening, Gladys Gilliam, to a shoot fight. May quickly won. They got May in the door, a promoter Billy Wolf. And May would leave home two years later to become a pro wrestler. When May Young began, began wrestling professionally depends on who's telling the story. May claimed at different points in her life to, to begin wrestling in 1939 and 1940. Wrestling Observer Newsletter's name, Nelson, believes her career began in 1941, as there, are, as there are no written records of May wrestling prior to that year. That year, Young and Mildred Berg wrestled for the for famed Canadian promoters Stu Hart. On December 7th, the day of the Pearl Harbor bombing, May was wrestling in Memphis. With many men off to fight during World War II, May used this as an opportunity to expand women's wrestling. Fighting occasionally as the Queen and the Great May Young, but usually under her real name, Young would find success all over the world, becoming the NWA's first Florida Women's Champion in 1951 and the first NWA United States Women's Champion in 1968. In 1956, Young was a part of the Battle Royal to determine the new NWA World Women's Champion. The Battle Royal will be won by her friend and future protégé, the fabulous Moolah. In 1991, the 68-year-old Young quit the wrestling business and moved to California to care for her ailing mother. After briefly taking on a lifestyle as a Christian evangelist, she moved in with the fabulous Moolah and fellow women's wrestler Katie Glass in Columbia, South Carolina. The arrangement lasted until Mula's death in November of 2007. In September 1999, Young made her WWF debut at the ripe age of 76 when she was seated with the fabulous Mula. Jared invited Moolah to the ring and smashed a guitar over her head. When May tried to come to Mula's aid, she wound up in the figure four. Young and Mula would become regulars on WWF programming, occasionally competing in tag team bouts. Her most notable... Her most notable moments in WWF came in 2000. At the first the Royal Rumble, she removed her top during a bikini contest. Though it was thought that she got naked, she was wearing a prosthesis. Around that time, she began a May-December romance with Mark Henry. It marked Young would be powerbombed by Bubba Ray Dudley on consecutive episodes of Raw His War. <clears throat> the second one, where Young was bound to a wheelchair right before being powerbom- powerbombed off the stage, is often described described as the most famous or infamous powerbomb in WWE history. She gave birth prematurely to a rubber hand. Young would make occasional appearances, usually with the fabulous moolah, over the next few years. Like in 2002, when she had moolah promote her autobiography, The Fabulous Moolah, First Goddess of the Sported Circle. In 2003, where she performed a Bronco Buster on Eric Bischoff, and in a backstage segment at SummerSlam 07 just before Moolah Mula passed away. In 2008, May was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame by Pat Patterson. Four years later, she would joined the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame. In November 2010, on an old-school edition of Raw, Young defeated Lay Cool in a Falls County Anywhere handicap match, making Young the first person ever <clears throat> to wrestle past her 80th birthday, and the first person to wrestle in nine different decades. In a rare bit of con- continuity, Young in 2012 showed up with a man dressed in a giant hand costume. The man came to, came, claimed to be Mark Henry's son, born from the infamous 2000 storyline. May continued to make occasional appearances until March 4, 2013 on another old-school Raw, where a fellow wrestler celebrated her 90th birthday Backstage, Young was presented with a personalized WWE Divas championship belt. On New Year's Eve 2013, Young was reported to have been hospitalized and in poor health. The Charleston Post and Courier erroneously reported her death on January 9, 2014, but she would die five days later of natural causes in her home in Columbia, South Carolina. She was 90 years old. Her cremated remains were scattered at Green Lawn Memorial Park, the same cemetery her longtime friend, the fabulous Mula, was buried. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we've got right here. Uh, that's all we got right here for, like I said, Wrestling History for for yesterday and today. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring to you as well the wrestling, uh, our talk show downloads for all of our shows this past week. And uh, let's see, because I'm sure we have them up to date here by now. Let's see how let's see how we did this past week right here because we didn't get a chance to bring them here really to you yesterday I'm hoping we, we of course have an update right now and they have been updated as of as of as of uh, yesterday evening at eleven thirty so they're not quite there but they'll but they'll know doubt but they're no doubt we'll probably be up to date here by at least uh at least by tomorrow and we'll we'll try to bring you some of that between uh tomorrow and of course on Revolution on Tuesday. Uh outside the ropes for this past week got in three downloads so that is that is good right there. Let's check out uh let's check out Power Hour, see how Power Hour did. Power hour got in um uh you know that, like I said, we were still recording yesterday whenever we, we probably actually got this number, but we do have two downloads recorded so far for Power hours. so Power Hour is moving up there a little bit. And of course, hey, like Jim, this all I'm sure will be coming from, uh, like I said, you downloading, like I said, not just like the episode for that for, for the week, but I'm sure updating older episodes as well, which, which is also definitely what helps us out, so. We really do appreciate that. Wrestling Revisited, let's see how Wrestling Revisited did, um, has done so far for this past week. Uh, Wrestling Revisited is up to four downloads, which is very good. But that number could increase by by the time, of course, they revamp the numbers here. Uh,
0: Wrestling Debate, let's see how Wrestling Debate goes.
1: Lesson debate as right as for the is for last, is, as of yesterday evening is still up at three downloads, which is good.
0: And let's see how uh,
1: raw radio raw radio did here. Of course, with of course our episode we did last week with uh when we got a chance to talk to legendary manager Sonny Ono uh this past week raw radio so far got up has gotten up to four so that number that number could go up i said that could be a bigger number by like said by the time they revamp like said the the ratings for this past week uh nwo wolfpack let's see how wolfpack did This past week, Wolfpack has also done three, which is very good. And like I said, the numbers are real steady. Like I said, these numbers were all updated as of like at least close to 11:30 last night, so we don't have an official count. But like I said, these are these are as updated as they'll get for the time I mean, Of course, another ship broadcast has revolution. Let's see how they did, how we did here. was of course we did four episodes. Of course, last last Sunday, of course, was our prediction show for Vaseline. And it was the 300th episode, Two ladies and Gentlemen, of Revolution. Uh, whoa, the number I haven't seen in a long time. We ended up with nine downloads so far for this week for Revolution. That is a tremendous number, of course. And I said we thank you for listening. We thank you for downloading and listening, listening in. And let's see how the promotions did, of course, because promotions also are uh, a lot of people do tend to pull up our promotions here as well. Uh, oh, well, Interesting, another great number here. Uh, three downloads for the, for the promotions there. That's that's very good. That's very good right there in itself. So, so the numbers are continuing to stay steady here, ladies and gentlemen. For like I said, for all for all of our shows and even the promotions right here. So keep up, like I said, listening in. And like I said, we have. And we have past episodes, uh, of course, of, of all of our shows in the radio network on WCMP U.S. Radio Archives, and we're, of course, we're trying to get up-to-date here and getting a lot of them put on there, of course, because Black and Michelle Lynn Dodds have been working on trying to get that done, and hopefully we'll have a few more episodes popping pop, 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 pop in on there, hopefully very, very soon. But to the ones who do have on there for the time being, please feel free to listen to them. Of course, uh, the, the, the web address is facebook.com, slash group forward slash, forward slash Radio History. Uh, of course, you can also go to TalkShoot.com and find a lot of them as well. And, of course, definitely check out the videos that we have made as part of our WWS group tour and so many of our groups in the radio network, including Revolution Radio, uh, Raw Radio, uh, even, of course, groups more recently as uh, uh, first, like, the first one we did last week, GSWUS, GCWUS. Uh uh, l w o u s um NWO I mean a lot of these groups that we've already done video feeds in please feel free to visit you. feel free to visit those and um <coughs> and uh, give us your take on uh, some may have more videos than others uh because they might have lost the feed or lost part of the video there but nonetheless we did we uh uh, we did make sure, you know, we didn't lose hardly any of the program there, but, uh, but the full program, of course, will be on com If you're to listen in on that as well. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for listening in here tonight for, of course, our uh, promotion for all of our shows in the radio network, plus, of course, wrestling history for this past weekend, and, of course, our number of downloads here that we've had so far. Of course, keep listening in, and we, we appreciate we – appreciate, uh, any feedback that you have for any of our shows, and of course, hopefully, we'll have a few more in here and there. And we'll let you know. Of course, if anything does change, we'll keep you up to date on that as well. So, on behalf of myself and the entire panel, way too tough to the handle of the WWS Radio Network, this is Mr. WWS Chat Engel. Of course, uh, our promotion, our radio promotions, of course, a part of our, uh, of course, uh, uh, of course, a part of the WWS Radio Network right here on Talkshow. tomorrow with Raw Radio, and, of course, we have others, including Wrestling Revisited, Outside the Roads, Wrestling Debate, Top Hill, Inc., and, of course, The Mothership Broadcast, Revolution, and NWO Wolfpack, and, of course, Power Hour. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, take care. See you in the ring. <clears throat> and, of course, um, uh, and of course, as always, here in the WCBS
0: Radio Network, God bless.